0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Hatrack Heroes and today I'm here interviewing Casey and she runs a charity in the Middle East called Little People Big Hearts. So Casey, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? Good, thank you very much. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just a small introduction about the, the charity?
1: Sure. So I've been here coming up to seven and a half years, I'm working for Emirates And absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. And the group um, Little People Big Hearts, it's mainly just to focus on the labor workers here in Dubai. So it's the men that build the city of gold.
0: Okay. Why? How did you get involved with this?
1: Uh, So random, actually, how it actually came about. So I'd never experienced Ramadan, and a friend and I were sitting here in the first Ramadan seven years ago. And it's about giving back. That's one of the five pillars of Islam. So... Uh, we jumped on board and we said look let's create something and let's start collecting clothes and actually hand out to these men to say thank you during Ramadan
0: for those of you who aren't aware Ramadan is a time of the year for one month of the Islam calendar where they will abstain from pleasure in the hope of trying to feel the way the less fortunate feel okay so you start off giving clothes during Ramadan from there how did you then expand and it become what it is now.
1: So we were really lucky with all the support we had from people. I've never actually realized how many clothing that we accumulate ourselves in our wardrobes. So what we did was we asked, um, social media is a huge thing for us, so we put it out there and said, does anyone have any clothes? And the response we got from people was just phenomenal. And so we actually just collected a whole lot and it got so, so big that we just decided, why not do it just in Ramadan? Why don't we do this every month? Mm. And from then on, we managed to get some contacts and we started to grow the group.
0: And how many of you in this group are there?
1: As of today, there's five and a half thousand of us.
0: Five and a half thousand, all in, in Dubai?
1: <laughs> yes, all in Dubai and there's a few in um, other countries as well.
0: Okay, so we'll get on to that in uh, a later stage but um, so five and a half thousand people you're in charge of all that what is everyone's role
1: so I am I'm the organiser so yeah. uh, what I do is because of my roster find out what days I am here and we then put it out on social media so it's, it's a nice group because you don't feel like you have to be here on a date to do it so it's just flexible so if people are here they come if they're willing to do it which is a nice atmosphere as well yeah people collect for me, people will give me gifts, it's actually like it's um, a beautiful thing.
0: So you're in charge, you organize everything, do you have other people in charge? Is there a financial thing, is there someone that's in charge of communication, social media, this kind of thing, or just yourself?
1: Uh, It's just myself doing the social media side of it financial, on the financial side due to the UAE law we don't deal with any money because that becomes illegal and that's opening up another can of worms Mm -hmm. but we make it possible by collecting gifts collecting clothing, bags toiletries which from then we put in storage which Mm -hmm. I've got a little storage area and then when we go out once a month we load the cars up and we take the items and it just goes in a circle like that so it's a very easy process
0: and so where do you Take all these items, is it where they work or is it their home? What's the story there?
1: So where they live, dotted in about four different locations around Dubai is a massive amounts of Compounds, so okay. companies hire these compounds to house these men. So you've got the men that work in the ports. Uh, you've got ones that are cleaners, construction workers, and it's just literally like a whole another world of Dubai. It's yeah. like an entire city. It's it's mad.
0: Would you say the people like tourists, for example, they don't see this, do they? Or
1: definitely not. No. It's a, a very very different side of to uh, to Dubai then people would see from Shakeside Road and Glitz and Glamour. So. Yeah,
0: I think it's something to really appreciate. I mean, you look at the, the Glitz and Glamour, as you say, and you, you see these um, amazing buildings here. And yeah, it, it's basically down to these workers.
1: Well, that's what I say, that these are the men that built the city of gold because you don't see them necessarily. The, no. house, you, the house you live in, the Burj Khalifa, these men just literally worked... Hours and hours, like 12 hour shifts in the heat when it's 40 degrees. And Mm. as per the UA law, if it gets to 50 degrees, no one's allowed to be working outside. But have you ever noticed that it never gets over 50 degrees? No,
0: it never gets over 50. The place where they live, how is it? What what are you finding when you get there? Is it just a, a, a nest of people or what's it like?
1: It's, let's just say, somewhere I wouldn't like to live very very heartbreaking
0: right.
1: you, you go in and it's just like a massive village and it's just washing hanging up everywhere all their little uniforms their blue uniforms the yellow uniforms you see socks hanging up and the socks have big holes in them you see tiny air conditioning units on the outside of the buildings and chances are they're not working Right, and I've been in the position where I've actually been allowed into these camps.
0: On that, just just to digress, you're getting access from the companies or the government has to give you access or...?
1: So I managed to meet a um, lovely man called Amar and he's the owner of a labour camp. So I met him seven years ago and he's opened up a whole new world for me, putting me in touch with the Dubai government. So the Dubai municipality. And the Ministry of Labour, every time I go out, they come with me. What they do is that they do spot checks on these camps to ensure there's only a certain amount of men inside each room, because okay. there's a limit. You're not meant to have more than six men in one room.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. And what are you actually seeing?
1: I've seen 14 bunk beds inside a room with shower caddies hanging off. That's all their prized positions go into that. And it's just wow. literally like a shoebox. It It's very, very heartbreaking.
0: And so, okay, if you're going in and or if the government is seeing this, what's done at that point?
1: So they actually put, like, a warning out to the company that they have to buck up their ideas and change it for the next spot check, otherwise they're issued with a massive amount of fines. And it's nice as well, I've witnessed these men from the government going and talking to the workers and ensuring that they have their passports, that they have all of these. I would love to know the amount of workers there are in Dubai, it just must be like tens of thousands, tens, yeah, it's like of little ants. Yeah. But if they can just try to make a difference bit by bit, mm. I really hope that they can, but I know that they won't be able to change everything, which is a sad reality.
0: It's great to know that the, the government are really trying to make changes in that situation. What's one of the things that you notice?
1: As I said, every camp is completely different. But for me, the most horrific one was there were six mattresses in the in room. The room? Yeah. And so what happens is, as I said, you're only allowed to have six beds in one room. So I noticed that there were possessions at either end of the beds, And I thought that was very odd. And I actually said to one of the guys in charge, like, why is this here? And he goes, they have a hotbed system where one would work for 12 hours, come in and then the next one would go, so it's literally hot bed. If someone's leaving and then someone else comes in, so their prized possessions are at the head of the bed and the bottom, and they share that bed. I, I just, same linen? Yep, yeah, same linen, same everything. It is, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like I don't, wow. these men, you know, they come from these villages up in Pakistan, in India, Bangladesh, Nepal, and they are promised the world. There's even been cases in uh, Bangladesh where these men, and quite often you see them when they're walking around the camps, you'll see scars because some of them have sold their kidneys to get no. money. Yeah. It's, it's a huge thing because they need to pay to come to Dubai. They sell their kidneys. They go to loan sharks. I'm shocked. And I'm, they end up in here. They, they promise the world and they, they get that.
0: I'm completely shocked. I never wow are you kidding me
1: yeah it's it's I, it shocks me and this is why i say to people please when you see them on the street just smile at them say hello say hello.
0: not blowing my own trumpet but there was a time a couple of years ago i was living in an area where it was a lot of just road work going on and i was running most days around the area and I just stopped one day and chatted with one of them. He didn't have much English, but he had enough to have a mini conversation. And You know, I, I saw them every couple of days. And then on one of the days I decided I finished my run, I went home, I grabbed a broom and went back with my broom and they were basically sweeping up the sand through the pavers. So I just was doing that with them. I was just chatting to them and it was really nice because one of the main guys, my number and he was then calling me like once a month saying where are you where are you (laughs) that's a really bad accent uh it was really quite cool because they are really they're just normal people like us but we just look at them completely differently because of either where they're from or what they're doing you know what i mean
1: there's such a huge divide especially here in dubai with that, and a, a lot of people they Feel weird to go and say hello, or just yeah. to, to feel like that. And I mean, if you feel weird doing that, imagine do you know how they feel. Oh, honestly. I had uh, the opportunity; it was actually amazing. So, uh, the men that wear orange and they sweep the streets here—that you see them walking around—I managed to get one of them. And I said, "Look, where are you from? La la la." la. Talk to him and asked for his, um, the manager's number, and managed to uh, coordinate a meeting. With uh, 28 of them when they finished at 8 pm one night, we went out and it was for about three hours. They were all coming in from sweeping the streets, and we gave them packages, gave them some old secondhand cell phones, razors, little speakers, and just asking them, like, where are you from and your family? Yeah. Now, every time I see them on the street, they know my car, they know my name, they oh, always wow. say hello. It's such a nice feeling, isn't it? it? It's like they're just the sweetest humans, yeah. and I mean, how's it make you feel? Like aesthetic,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a weird Just way as well. Heart. You're like, Just why like... do I feel this good? Should yeah. I feel this good? Yeah, yeah. But
1: they do that as well. Like they feel that good, but everyone else makes it possible. So if I can do that and inspire other people to do that, yeah, you can change the world one bit at a time. It's oh, really, that's it. really yeah, sweet. That's for
0: sure. So going back to where they're from, and so from the same Pakistan, Bangladesh, <sighs> are they leaving their families behind? What do they promise when they come here? That's the story.
1: Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's so so sad. So working for an airline, we do the Pakistani flights quite often, yeah. and you'll see them coming to Dubai with just a plastic bag, or going back home with just a plastic bag. Yeah. So they've just left their families and people. So people in Dubai. Uh, these recruiters, they actually go to the rural parts, so it's not from a big city like Karachi or Islamabad. It's from ones that are very remote, and unfortunately, we're not all blessed to be born into a place that has education. Right. So you've got to keep that in mind as well. So when they show them, you know, these leaflets and these pamphlets, and say you'll be living here, oh, you'll be getting this much a month. Um, etc it's really really amazing for them they're like I've, I've made it big
0: is it a lie or is it it's a lie and they're targeting these villages on purpose yes because they're no education no in,
1: education yeah. and or less education should we say? yes yeah. and yeah. it's it's really really sad because would they come to to my city would they do that would they promise me there's a point where you have rights and now, there's a uh, been in the past four months, um, there's a huge problem with them not being paid. So a lot of companies oh. are going under and what's happening with that is that these men are not getting paid. They can't go home, they've got no money for a flight home. So wow. they're stuck here working and not getting paid. The government is trying step by step.
0: Thankfully the government are because if they don't then who will?
1: It was in the media, some people may have seen it, and it actually said if you're having these problems and you're not getting paid, you can't get home, come into your embassy and the government or the happiness centre and we will help you.
0: Oh okay, that's good. So these companies, they just...
1: The big dogs disappear, they run away.
0: That's shocking. It's, that it's really shocking.
1: bad. So they've got families back home, you know. Some of them, and this is what if you talk the children, to them,
0: wives, yeah, like four children,
1: a wife. He, yeah. he hasn't seen his wife or children yeah. for two years, yeah. and you know, she's relying on that money. You see yeah. them all lined up on a Wednesday or at the end of yeah. the month, and it's in their yeah. uniforms, and they're just waiting there patiently in line. He ends up sending home maybe a couple hundred dirhams,
0: which is nothing like what's I've that? So uh, let's say US dollars, that's probably what 60 odd. Yes. dollars, that's what, what's 60? that per month per?
1: Every camp's different in every field, but yeah, there has been ones where they get as low as 60, if let's, if they're getting paid.
0: Wow, so we've covered this very briefly, the living conditions, working conditions, okay, they're working in summer, it's very, very hot oh, here actually. in the Middle East, Yeah. these guys are outside working, so what you guys are doing is commendable because you're giving these guys something to smile about. For us, it's a small thing, but for them it's huge. How does it make you feel when you see these guys giving these, say, a, a package of clothing? It's small, as I say, but how do you feel?
1: It's the personal touch. I mean, being here in Dubai, a lot of people can become desensitized.
0: It's yeah. just, oh, of course. It,
1: it, I don't know why it does that to you, but it just, it can. So to, have people alongside me that have the same same goal, just to make someone smile and mm. to to do this, I feel so, like, I can't even describe it, and I think it's one of these feelings that you don't know how you'll feel until you go do it, I think yeah. people that come out with me, they cry, oh,
0: okay. some
1: literally, like, cry out of, like, happiness, that they're just like, I feel so good, Being able
0: to and
1: some of them, yeah. So what happens is like, when we have clothing, so for example, if you were to give me a bag of shirts, they love collared oh. shirts as
0: well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh,
1: so we, we <laughs> size them up, because that's okay. also the personal touch. You're not gonna give a large to a tiny man.
0: No, no. And you're
1: not gonna give a small to a large man, and it also adds, they haven't had that female interaction. They're away from their mums, from their wives. So you go and you're like, hello, hello, oh, do you like this shirt, do you like it? They're very, very shy. But the more you try and the more you talk to them, they warm up to you. And that's such a nice factor, same with shoes. You go and you're like size 42, size 41, so it's adding that touch. Get the pants, put it around their waist. They laugh because it's not something that they're used to. But it just puts that personal touch to it instead of just shoving a top and saying, here, thank you. And I stress the importance of people before we go out. I tell everyone, just ask them where they're from. Ask them about their children. Yeah. So, we take a lot of children's toys out as well. Oh,
0: nice.
1: So, the gifts that we get, people um, give us a lot of children's toys yeah. and also um, women's handbags. So, if I was oh, to give okay. the man, one of these um, gentlemen, a pair of shoes mm. or a woman's handbag, chances are he'd take that woman's handbag. Oh, okay. How many people that we know would do that? Oh, the, the
0: oh, oh. oh <laughs> I they would. <were>. No, no. <laughs> That's, but that's really, it's for the fact that they're not getting much themselves, but they're still willing to go and give to their wife or daughter or son or whatever. It's, that's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. For you, like, I mean, seeing this must be just like a, a gooey feeling, I guess.
1: It is. It's Yeah, it's, it's a really, really warming feeling. I, I go home and sometimes I just literally, I sit there and I reflect on it and I'm just as I said you can't change the world but you can one step at a time yeah and the human
0: yeah you should want it
1: it just to say thank you Mm -hmm. and for them they always always say thank you back to us and they're doing something bigger than what we're doing their lives are at risk
0: you hear stories in the media where people just passed away it's comes across as just a small drop but it's actually like for us if it's a family member it's a big deal There are
1: like cases where there are men that disappear. I personally haven't come across any because I haven't met anyone that has disappeared. Everyone I have met, I still know. But depression is a very, very high. I mean, for me, I I look at them when they're on the bus. You Mm. see what, five five to 6 p.m. every evening. You see these buses with no air con. You see the tiny little uh, fans. And I just think, how? How? uh, I mean, if my car breaks down like with the aircon, I feel sad. I can't even imagine that. But why can't they get buses with aircon?
0: I don't understand why these companies that are making these huge, big buildings, they're just so focused upon the money. They're so focused upon what they're going to get at the end of it. They don't care about anything in between. Care about your workers, honestly. I've seen them construction sites or road workplaces with a Western name. company and I think oh maybe they must be treating their workers properly but are they?
1: I say this to everyone, no two camps are the same. Yeah. I have managed to meet some amazing camp owners and their workers literally idolise them and that's beautiful to see but then you can go from one extreme to the absolute next.
0: So over the course of you running this, got any stories about any special people that you may have helped out or made their dreams come true? Well,
1: now that you actually mention it, one does come to mind. Life's absolutely crazy how things work out. I met a South African girl who had uh, been telling me that she. Has a LCD TV that she didn't want anymore. Okay. And so I mean electronics. It's not You can't afford that. So I had previously a month and a half earlier met Muhammad, and he's from north of Pakistan, Mm. up near Kashmir, and he was a street cleaner. And so he Mm. said to me like just talking, and so I asked him, what was the one thing if I could give you anything, what would you want? These men don't want a lot. I mean no. sometimes they'll ask for a bottle of water, for a phone card, you know if you ask me what I want I could tell you a million things. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, awesome.
1: so when the South African girl said to me about this TV, everything started connecting in my brain. So I got on my phone and I called Mohammed and I said to him, what time are you finishing work in Satwa? And he goes, I'll be finished at 4.30. I said, can you meet me at your finishing point where they get in to go to the bus home? i have a present for you and he's like okay okay so put the tv in my back seat and there he was standing there and i said are you ready for this and opened up the door pulled out this tv his smile was just it was something that oh it's like etched in my brain forever and so these other people walking around the street are looking at him he chucks this lcd tv on his shoulder and he just stands so proud, and he asked me to take a photo. His phone doesn't have a camera, yes. <laughs> so he was like, "Take a photo for me, please." And oh, it was just absolutely incredible. And he said, "I am sending this home. No one in my village has this. I'm sending it home." Oh, you're kidding me! It was it was amazing. So
0: probably now in his village and sitting up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everyone comes show. over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every day there's no, probably watch twenty the people cricket. watching. The
1: cricket.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: The South African girl, I, I sent her the photo, and I said, "You've literally just like you, you just made this possible." She goes, "I really did not expect it to, to get like this. No, 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 it I mean, just gave me goosebumps."
0: But it's like, it's, it's like, so we take the people for granted, that we take their reactions in there. Their feelings for granted as well. Like this is such a positive vibe, a positive feeling that this guy has just given you. It was such an
1: amazing feeling and to like be yeah. the middleman to put those two together
0: yeah, yeah. made me
1: feel good because yeah, he he'd asked for something and I yeah. and it made it possible. But this is it because everyone has everyone has trash or they call it. Or people contact me and they're like, I oh, I have these three suitcases, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I'll take them. Please, yeah, of because these men that come on the planes to go home, they come with plastic bags. You give them a suitcase, their world's changed. Yeah, it is. And I mean, suitcases aren't cheap either. so no, yeah, yeah. little things like that.
0: But it makes me feel a little bit bad because you know I've, I've had things that I needed to get rid of and I've sold them, and now I'm thinking it would have given me a much nicer feeling to have given it. The whole feeling you get from giving, I think, outweighs. I think like a money.
1: lot of. I think a lot of people in Dubai scared. Yeah. They're scared of how to interact with these men. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to just go up and give him a bag of clothes because maybe you feel like you'll be embarrassing him mm. or it's just because it doesn't feel right. This is why it's amazing to talk to people because it proves and it shows to people through the success that yeah. it is easy. It yeah. is possible, and it can change someone's of life.
0: Do you know, it's not that hard to go up to someone. A couple of times, I've just gone to the supermarket and bought dates, water, bits and pieces like rice and so forth, and just gone to where there's a load of workers and just given them the bag. Oh. And it feels really, really, really good. Yeah. It feels amazing, but it's so simple. To be honest, I didn't speak to them that much. We did see the smile on their face, and then we just left. But it was simple. It's not hard.
1: You don't even have to say anything no. to say thank you. No. And I think it's what a lot of people forget as well. Yeah. And you see a guy on the street, don't even ask him if he wants a drink. Just go in and get Just, it yeah, and give yeah, it to him. Yeah. He'll be so shocked. And one thing that's beautiful, I've been to these countries, so I've, I've had the opportunity to witness their culture and their traditions. When you do this, they'll shake your hands mm. and then they'll put it on their heart. Have you ever noticed that? It's, yeah, yeah. it's so sweet. For me that's so personal because they don't do that to anybody. Oh, but okay. it's it's like saying like thank you brother, thank you, family. It's it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful gesture and for me every time, still this day when someone shakes my hand and then puts their hand on their chest to say oh, thank right. you on their heart, yeah. I'm just like, oh And yeah. now I do
0: it. Oh, <laughs> so when you. I
1: shake their hands, that's what I do and I'm like, You've actually taught me something as well. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean nice they've taught way. me a lot of things, yeah. but something beautiful like that, it's not yeah, like yeah. It. I think that
0: people in general become involved
1: so what I love about um, the Facebook page uh, little people big hearts is there's five and a half thousand people on there everyone's like mine everyone's there for the same goal and it's beautiful okay. same as Instagram we're on there as well and so if I'm not available in Dubai I always cause some people have it naturally that they want to be leaders or they want to create an event I've had people say do you mind if I can do this can I ask if people want to join me I have an initiative sure, go for it. Because mm. it doesn't just take me to do it. Mm. It takes everyone else. And if I can give yes. tips, I can give guidance, I can give um, contacts and also like advise people what to purchase yeah. or what to collect. And if that someone wants to give something but doesn't want to come, you don't have to. Mm. We have drop-off points in Shakespeare Road, uh, Silicon Oasis. These are points where if you want, take bags of clothing. Yeah. Take you know, handbags, shoes.
0: Is that like those big giveaway bins that you see around? Now. Oh. Those
1: bins. <laughs>
0: uh oh, because I've given to those bins. Yeah. What's the story with those bins? So, if this you is read This is the drop off points you're talking about. No. This is something different.
1: Yeah, this is, an- this is another one. So, please do not put it in this bin. On the side it actually says that everything sold in 10% goes to charity. So a lot of people tell me this. A me to, to read. Yeah. But a lot of people tell me this. They oh, I put it in the bins. And I'm like, no, next time give it to me, please. Because we don't do anything money-wise. We don't take no. money okay. from anyone because it becomes illegal. But it's also a personal thing. If Even if you don't want to come out to the camps or to the construction site. Someone said to me, it's my birthday. I want to give you 500 dirhams. Once I take money, it becomes political.
0: Yeah right. I said okay. to
1: her go to four buy socks, buy yeah. underwear. They love okay. those. Those are like okay. necessities for them. Yeah, they course, really, really, really need them.
0: What about things like okay. toiletries and so forth? Roll on. They've never owned
1: roll on razors, oh, no disposable razors, yeah. hats. Okay. Backpacks. Yep. It's just it's like things you just don't think about. Just
0: basics, um, yeah. They
1: also love like small hand towels or um, face cloths. Yeah. Because especially when it's dusty.
0: Ah, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. okay, So basically the best thing, food, clothing, and then daily life necessities. Yeah.
1: Electronics as well. If people feel like they want to break up with their iPhone or something. An iPhone can literally change someone's life. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's a big deal. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's a big deal. Are there other ways that people could help, like companies, like big business, can they get involved somehow?
1: Yeah, of course, and I mean, that's one of the greatest things about these big companies, because they have the means to do it. Funny you say that, because I actually just got approached by a company on social media, Red Blue Blur Ideas, it's a digital marketing company in Dubai, and they asked me, we don't have the knowledge to do this, could you arrange something and we provide the food and the our socks and underwear and t-shirts? And we actually organised a day, and we went out and handed all the gifts out. That's amazing. They were blown away. Yeah, they they, they I didn't bet, expect I bet. it. They yeah, thought yeah. it would be a lot more tame, but yeah, um, okay. it opened their eyes, and they actually approached me again, saying we want to do it with another group of the people from the company. Yeah, yeah. So wow. things like that—it's it's it's great, great
0: incentive for other companies to, to jump on board as well at some point.
1: It is. It looks good, and it's also something that brings them closer as a team. Yeah, it's
0: amazing. So you mentioned you have Facebook, you have Instagram. Is this the best way for people to get in contact so they can be involved in these meetups or events?
1: Yeah, for sure. So if every time we go out, we post on um, Instagram and Facebook. yeah, And we say, this time, this place, we're meeting. If you want to join, please do. So you don't feel like you have to come. yeah. Or okay. if you're available, then you come. So it's very easy. It's like, it's not set in stone. We always do it set in stone. Mm -hmm. The more people, the better it is. But we have also a limit of about 12 people because too many people, we don't want them to feel like they're in a zoo. And it's not as personal. Yeah. But on average, we have about uh, eight to 10 people coming out each time because it's during the week, it's in the afternoon, it's in the morning. It varies all the time.
0: So you just got
1: to go with the Ministry of Labour and what they say.
0: Okay. I think... I'd definitely like to come at some point and maybe bring the microphone. Yeah. If, if that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. I'm sure
1: they'd love to tell you a few stories. Yeah. they have got some good stuff. I think it'd be so, great yeah.
0: to great to hear some for sure.
1: After we finish handing out the gifts it's pretty hectic. it's, it's oh, yeah. like it's mad it is absolutely mad yeah it's just it's grabbing it's pulling but then once it slows down they come up and they say thank you
0: yeah it's it's, it's
1: like a a roller coaster of emotions all within a short amount of time but uh, afterwards they come up and they ask for a photo with you so it's just little things like that you know breaking barriers it's It's the first step to change buy them a cricket set and they'll be your best friend
0: I used to be great at cricket. My highest score in cricket was 23.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. Well I actually have um, a little badminton set in the back of my car so okay. every time
0: we go out to the camp, so we end up playing badminton with them. That is so amazing. Just quickly, is there a way of people from overseas, I like just for example when my parents listened to this and they wanted to give something, is there a way that people from overseas can give?
1: Yeah of course, If especially if it's someone we fly to, we can go there and pass the items on and bring them back.
0: Okay, cool. Quite simple really. To finish off, can you tell me, I guess, a few short words, your main aim for this charity Little People Big Hearts?
1: So the main aim is just to break that barrier, break that divide, yeah, and just recognise that everyone's human.
0: Yeah, amazing. Just,
1: and say thank you to the men that build the city of gold.
0: It's such a nice thing that you're doing, Casey. I'm sure they appreciate it, and I'm sure plenty of other people appreciate it as well. And if the more things we can do, the better.
1: Yeah, well, it's as I say to everyone that gives me the credit. It really yeah. is not me. It's everyone else that makes it possible because yeah. it, it, I couldn't do it alone. Yeah, it's other people that have ideas as well. Yeah, other people that give me gifts. Other people that help support me, encourage me, and just make me realise it's yeah. it is it's a wonderful group of people, and it's it's something nice to have that in Dubai.
0: Thank you, Casey, for taking the time out today to chat about this amazing venture that you're doing. It's a real pleasure.
1: Thank you. It's been great to be here.